Good morning. You're listening to Auburn Opelika this morning. Zach Blackerby here with you. We are now joined by our friends from Auburn City School, Superintendent Dr. Kristen Herring, Dan Chesser. Good morning. How are we doing? Good morning, Zach. We're great. How are you today? Doing all right. Appreciate y'all's time. As always, uh, we just want to jump into and talk about uh, talk about the special meeting that was held yesterday. Zach, I'd be happy to. Okay. I consider it a privilege and a tremendous responsibility to serve as superintendent, and I know that it's a difficult conversation for people in our community. The Auburn City Schools Board of Education did approve a recommendation last night to require masks and facial covering for all individuals indoors and on school buses. It was a difficult decision to make. The recommendation was hard for me to put words to, and it was with a significant amount of input from parents, stakeholders, community members, and local health care officials. Ultimately, Zach, it is necessary for us to reacclimate to a school environment to determine if and how we can be successful. Auburn City Schools triumphed last year with in-person learning for 179 days. We offered an outstanding opportunity to our students, and we need to assess our students, our community, and our ability to provide in-person school this year. The recommendation was made for seven weeks. It is effective August 2nd through September 17th. That includes one week of teacher work days, back-to-school activities, open house events, and then six weeks of the student school year. We will collect data daily. We will assimilate that weekly. And we will determine if we can perhaps come back from this requirement, back away from the masks. Nobody would be happier than me to see the smiles on our teachers and our students' faces. That's the reason I wanted this job. But the chance of being wrong, Zach, is really far too great. If we walk into the school setting and put our students and teachers in small spaces, classroom settings, and we do see an outbreak and the transmission rates are high, should we have to close schools? Should we see students that are sick? Goodness, let's forbid that somebody really was ill or a family member dies. We yeah. would regret that we didn't take every precaution we could. So we have layered measures of prevention in schools, facial covering being one of them, that we will use to open our schools safely. I would want to say to those out there who do not agree with this decision, I understand their position, and I would extend to them that for me personally, there are no politics involved. It's fascinating to me that the general public would allow that in situations of bad weather, I'm afforded the privilege of accepting input and advice from the National Weather Service, the Emergency Management Agency, the Weather Channel, and meteorologists to make a good decision about opening or closing school the next day. But in this situation, and let us hope that tomorrow there are blue skies and there really are no problems. Let's hope these six weeks go well. But in making this decision related to student health and safety, Yes, I've read the Centers for Disease Control, the American Academy of Pediatrics, the Alabama chapter of the American Academy of Pediatrics, and I'm listening to local health care officials, but that's been deemed to be political. So I'm sorry that we find ourselves in a very polarizing state, but it is my hope that our community will trust that the decision was made in the best interest of students' health, teacher safety, and the safe reopening of schools. The greatest asset of the Auburn community is our ability to come together. 
and this one will be hard to find compromise. But if we can all work well together and do what we need to do to reopen schools safely, we will reevaluate this requirement and make decisions in incremental intervals to safely, again, offer in-person learning all year. So, Dr. Herring, the, the policy that was put into place yesterday, that will stay into effect until uh, you guys will talk about it at the next board or two board meetings from now, on the 14th of September. Is that is that the date? Yes, sir. Our next regular meeting is August 10th. Okay. That's the first day of school, far too early to assess our situation. Sure. But on September 14th, I'll have a report to the board. I'll have data. I'll have recommendations. This requirement is effective through Friday the 17th, which gives us those first six weeks of school. It allows us to get through the Labor Day holiday. It gives us the opportunity to see if a vaccine is available for students younger than 12 and if parents wish to take it. I truly understand the passion of a parent. I'm privileged to be one, and I understand the commitment we each have to the decisions that we make for our family. This requirement is in no way an effort to usurp that privilege and responsibility, but in an indoor classroom environment with class sizes sometimes high, as high as 27, 28 students plus adults in the room, mm. let us assess our circumstances and see what we need to do with data from our local community that determines our next steps. Sure, absolutely. We're joined this morning by Auburn City School Superintendent Dr. Kristen Herring and Dan Chester. We will continue our conversation in just a moment. You're listening to Auburn Opelika this morning. Zach Blackerby joined by Auburn City School Superintendent Dr. Kristen Herring and Dan Chester this morning. Chester, we were talking over the break, uh, super successful summer graduation, it sounds like. Yeah, back on May 20th, we had graduation in Duck Sanford Stadium with 630 graduates walking across the stage that evening. A beautiful night with the weather. Couldn't ask for better weather that night. Uh, but every summer, Auburn High School holds its annual summer commencement exercise. And we did that last week at Auburn High School, and we had seven graduates that walked across the stage to get their high school diploma. Uh, so the class of 2020, 2021, grew by seven last week and we celebrate those students and uh, we wish them the best in their endeavors in the future um, and those are students that you know sometimes are early completers sometimes they're taking advantage of credit recovery but we're giving those kids to have the opportunity to learn at their pace and and get that diploma that's great uh, that's fantastic um, also great beginnings we've talked about this uh, before but looks like Auburn City Schools welcoming 80 new teachers that's exciting yeah, we had 80 new educators join our team this week. Um, they've been doing professional development over the past three days uh, out among the schools. Uh, and one of the cool things that I took away from that breakfast, you know, we had the mayor, we had city council members, we had our board members there. Uh, just a celebration of the community and, and, you know, just welcoming those new faces to the, the school system. But around a dozen of those 80 new teachers are all Auburn High graduates. Oh, I like that. So I think that's a nice testament to this community that people grow up here, they graduate from here, and then they go off to get their education and they return to us to educate the next generation of Auburn High graduates. So uh, that's something that we do every year to get them acclimated and, and learn the faces of the central office and, and learn how the school system works. And uh, we're just really excited to have them here and get them going on August 10th. So they'll, they'll have a lot of activities coming up this week as teachers return to the classroom for teacher work days, but August 10th right around the corner, and I think they're ready. 
All right, so you have here Institute Day is taking place Monday, August 9th. Uh, Tell me about Institute Day and uh, what all comes along with that. Zach, Institute Day is the world's greatest pep rally for a teacher or a school staff. It is a requirement by the Alabama legislature that we hold an institute meeting. It's a long-established law, but we use it as the opportunity to kick off the school year with all of our bus drivers, custodians, CMP workers, teachers, the school family. We've gotten so big that we host two sessions, one for elementary teachers and one for secondary, but we have a back-to-school meeting with a delightful welcome message and this year's keynote speaker is coming from texas her name is kim getty and we look forward to her motivating inspiring energizing our teachers that day before school that's awesome that's awesome and it seems like we touch on this a little bit uh, every time you guys come in but um an update regarding teacher of the year where are we with that Sure. So we're, we're getting closer to that August 12th date when we'll know who the Alabama Teacher of the Year will be. And Kim Johnson from Auburn Junior High School has made the Final Four. And just last week, Kim and her husband, Jeff, who's principal at Richland Elementary, were extended the invitation to the governor's executive mansion to have lunch with the governor as well as the other candidates that are in the running for Teacher of the Year. So. We look forward to August 12th when they'll have the statewide school board meeting that morning and make that announcement, and we hope we walk away with the Teacher of the Year. You know, we've been so close these past few years having teachers finish in the Final Four. Jackie Middleton a couple years ago was runner-up, so I feel like we're due. Uh, And Kim's an amazing teacher, and she does a great job, and we're just really excited, no matter how she finishes, that she's a part of this and getting to experience it and being a strong ambassador for Auburn City Schools. We're joined this morning by Auburn City School Superintendent Dr. Kristen Herring and Dan Chesser. We uh, continue our conversation in just a moment. Final few minutes of this hour of Auburn Opelika this morning. Joined by Superintendent Dr. Kristen Herring with Auburn City Schools as well as Dan Chesser this morning. Folks gearing up for athletics, obviously Auburn High Athletics, very, very big deal. And, uh, of course, um, we will be broadcasting the football games. But, guys, I finally met Coach Etheridge, and he is an outstanding human being. Big, big fan. Made you feel good and warm, didn't he? He did. He that... did. You'd never know that this guy has multiple championships. I mean, his approach to everything seems like he's got a, you know, um, a lot of kindness, a lot of humility, and he's also a very, very good football coach. Five championships across three divisions or three classifications. Uh, but, yeah, fall sports are getting underway Monday, August 2nd. They can officially start practice. That's yeah. football, volleyball, and cross country. Now, I was talking to our athletic department earlier this week and was asking about when practice could start because, you know, media days took place this week, local high school media right. days. Uh, so that, you know, excitement is building in the community around football and the fall sports but we're officially starting our practices on monday august 2nd because we partook in spring activities spring games things like that so the alabama high school athletic association dictates that if you have spring activities you start a few days later um, than what other teams who don't can uh so you know we've wrapped up all our summer camps athletic camps that we've had this summer with football and uh, volleyball uh, being the bookend this past week. And I went out to practice our football camp Monday night, and we had almost 200 campers in attendance. That That's were so cool. I love that. Coach Etheridge and his varsity players. And it's neat to see the dynamic of these camps because the coaches are running them, 
but you have your varsity players that are mentoring and working with these kids and, and doing drills and teaching them the basics and fundamentals of the sport that they're interested in. And it's a safe environment for kids to be in, uh, for the parents to drop off and trust that they're being taken care of. But it's also a way for our coaches to see the talent that's coming up in the mm -hmm. younger grades and working with those kids because once they get to seventh grade, they can start competing. Uh, but our first football game is set for August 20th against Park Crossing at home in Duck Sanford Stadium. So 7 p.m. Friday night lights. We'll we hope to have everybody out there and uh, and start the season off right with Coach Etheridge and a and a win. Uh, and then we'll head across town to uh, face our longtime rival Opelika, and that will be over there. Um, so we're just you know we're getting ready for football. That seems you know football is a big thing in this town, but. You know, all our athletics have been very successful over the past several years. So no we're doubt. We're, uh, we're wishing everybody the best, and and I think Coach Etheridge is, uh, you know, we made the right choice there. Uh, it sounds like it was a, a home run hire. I can't wait to see. Um, can't wait to see what the guys put on the field this year. And you'll be able to hear that on Wings 94-3 Friday nights this fall. Dr. Herring, uh, obviously, but before we play sports, we um, – we go back to school. So uh, what has that process been like so far? Zach, we are ready. We are excited. Uh, we expect close to 9,000 students to return on Tuesday, August 10th. As mentioned earlier, we have more than 80 new teachers joining the faculty, but the staff of Auburn City Schools is larger than 1,200 people. So it's truly a team that is committed to the preparation for return to school. We are finishing some construction projects at Cary Woods and at Drake. Construction will need to continue during the school year at the junior high as we uh, finish the track and field, and of course the gymnasium project that's taking place at East Sanford School. Many people are aware that we have cleared land on Farmville Road for the 10th elementary school, Woodland Pines, that will open next fall. But in the more immediate future, we hope that families are attentive to their school calendars, back-to-school events, open houses, orientations, begin on August 5th at East Sanford School. They'll continue on the 6th for Drake and our elementary schools. And then on the 9th, there is a meet your teacher at the high school. Junior high also is on the 6th, I should have mentioned. But mm -hmm. please be attentive, parents, to the social media posts and the messages from your school. Um, we look forward to welcoming our families back to those open house and meet your teacher events, schedule pickup, and getting ready to start school again on Tuesday, August 10th. Yeah, I, I'm sure this is a very fun time. I'm sure there's a million things that happen behind the scenes that a lot of people don't even think about. Um, but I, I, uh, I am sure that all of the, the principals and all of the, the teachers are super excited for the, the kids to get back in school. Our new bus drivers are practicing their routes. We're so excited to have them. There's a lot of floor polishing, carpet cleaning, and, and bulletin board setting up going on. Sure. Many of our uh, school faculty members are already in the building making the preparation for our students. And I want to just say a tremendous shout-out and thank you to the teachers, staff, and school family of Auburn. We can't wait to have another terrific school year. Absolutely. Guys, thank you so much for your time. I really, really appreciate it. And we will chat again uh, next month. School will be back in session uh, after uh, our next time that we talk. So I look forward to that. Thanks, Sounds Zach. good. Thank you. That is Auburn City School Superintendent Dr. Kristen Herring and Dan Chesser joining us this morning. That does it for today's edition of Auburn Opelika this morning. We will be back Monday morning at 6 o'clock. Have a fantastic day, everyone, and get back to work.